Welcome to the I Am Winter Solstice Symposium and Fire Tenders Gathering. We are happy you are here. Please find the full schedule at IamSymposium.com. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here today to share with the Wind Clan and everyone else um, this beautiful um, time of year. I'm just going to do one more thing and set up. Give people time to connect and be with us. My computer seems to be a little funky, but we'll get there. Because it always, there's always a few technology challenges, aren't there? So we're going to get ourselves settled here and we'll begin in a moment. Hey, Renee and Erica and Monica, greetings. All right, I think I'm finally set and I just wanna take a moment and kind of ground in. I wanna talk today about magic and reclaiming our own personal magic and then how we take that magic out into the world because Magic, more um, connection to spirit, more connection to who we truly are. And we're taught a lot of times are we need to get smaller, we need to fit in. And I firmly believe that our magic comes from our soul and being in alignment with all of our gifts, everything we came into the world with and everything that is possible for us. And unfortunately, the cultural overvoice kind of tells us to not fully be ourselves, to um, that we might be weird or we might not be um, like everyone else. And our magic comes exactly in the ways we're not like everyone else. So I want to start, first of all, I want to thank the Wind Clan and I want to thank Renee Barbaro for this magical event. Every year, it's always my honor to join and it's always my honor to watch all the other presenters and fill my soul with um, this magic that we create at this solstice time. So I want to start with a little story. A couple years ago, I decided that I was going to take a workshop called She Takes the Stage because I wanted to dip my toe back into the world of writing and a one-woman show. I had been an actress in a previous version of my life, and now as I was approaching my late 50s, early 60s, I wanted to reclaim that part of myself. And this little workshop was a perfect opportunity to explore and put a 15-minute piece together and get in front of a live audience. So in workshops with the other women who were going to be on stage, I explored different themes and I was trying to come up with what it was that I wanted to really talk about in my 15 minutes. And I have a background in hypnosis and shamanic journeying and I used that meditating and journey to call forth what would be my theme. 
And surprisingly, as I was doing that, a vision of little Carol, five or six years old, on her tricycle. It's a photo that my mom or dad took. And she's got a big floppy hat and she has sunglasses and a fake fur stole and she's on her tricycle and she's ready for life and she's going to go places. And she wanted to write stories and act. And she was very sensitive and intuitively gifted. When she walked in a room, she could feel the energy that was in the room. She felt those spirits of place. She loved to sing, too, although she didn't do it particularly well. Um, she was smart. She was already reading long before kindergarten. And when I talked with little Carol, she said to me, I don't want to be put back in the box. And I thought, what does that mean? And I thought of all the things that little Carol had going for her that I had shoved into a box and put on a shelf in the closet, so to speak. And when I was writing her, her voice came through and she said, remember me, I'm magic. And I thought, wow. There is, especially at this time of year, there's this energy of saying, wow, it's a magical time of year. And I know as a child, my parents worked really hard to make it magical, putting up lights and the Christmas tree and doing all that sort of stuff. But the solstice time is also just that time of going into reflection and looking at darkness, but looking at what light we want to call forth, what our interaction with light light is. So today, I'm going to invite you to look at what your magic or gifts are and how you're holding them. Are you holding them as sacred or are you holding them as, you know, timidly? Or have you forgotten and are there things in a shelf, in a closet, or in your basement subconscious that it's time for you to call forth. It's time for you to honor. It's time for you to say, you know what? I'm going to reclaim a little bit of my magic. I'm going to bring a little bit more magic to this world that so needs the magic, the connection to spirit, the connection to Mother Earth, the connection to the stars. However you see magic, I'm going to invite you today in this journey or meditation that you call forth more of that. And I'm going to kind of ignore your comments and take you on a journey, but I promise I'm going to come back to your comments. If you have questions, I'll go through them um, and probably I'll write back to you. Um, I find that I'm not very good at multitasking. I either have to be present with you here or I start reading the comments. And if I try to do both, I'm not very present. So I hope you'll accept that I, I see comments going, but I will come back to them. I'll acknowledge you all and um, maybe scroll through them before we end and comment on them. But for right now, I want us to focus on that magic or uniqueness. That very thing you might have been told, that's not normal, it's too much, it's not enough. Our culture of voice says, the overculture says, embracing all that you are isn't very practical. You need to get smaller, you need to find a slot, you need to fit in. The culture says, stop, grow up, 
Stop being fascinated with that simple bug. Stop spending time dreaming. And I fully believe right now, our dreaming, our ability to dream a better world into being is what we need more than anything else. That cultural voice says, be productive, work hard, fit in, be practical. Don't go off into that mysticism. Don't be magic. And the very things that we suppress are the things that are needed. Our own unique special sauce gets put into the back of the closet or hidden, and we may not even remember we have them. Our eyes of wonderment get cloudy as we rush through life. Or maybe we just didn't actually completely abandon our gifts, but we hold back. We're embarrassed, or we think we're weird, or we fear criticism, or sometimes we might even fear being burned at the stake, being crucified, being, um, you know, really hurt if we claim all that we are. So we don't utilize that magic to the fo- fullest. And life often tells us to focus on one thing at a time. You are smart, so you should be a doctor. You should study science. Why would you want to write a book? Dance. Study rocks and geology. You can't do it all. Or we're taught to monetize every part of our magic. Well, you know, if you take your creative, if you like embroidery, you should sell it. That's a choice. But to fully be in the joy of our magic, maybe some of the things are just that we do and that we are because we love them. Not because they're going to make us money, not because they're going to make us famous, just because they light us up. And when we're fully lit up, we are magical. So no matter how much of your magic you already own, I believe our souls are so big that there's always more to discover, reclaim, and embrace. So there's nothing to fix here, just lots to notice and own. And that doesn't mean we don't want to improve. We don't want to improve our communication or our relationships. It just means we understand that when we're aligned with our authentic selves and that we invite spirit in to work with us, magical things happen. I know those of you who are in the wind clan with Renee and working with the wind, I know you have experience of the magic of the wind. But we all have different aspects of spirit that call to us. And today is about what if everything you are opens a door to a different aspect of your magic? What if we can find wonderment in all our contradictions and weirdness? What if all your tools and not enoughs, too much, not enough, were exactly what you needed? So maybe you were told you were too loud because you need to be the one to speak up about something. I know that's one of mine, but when I'm out doing public speaking and the mic goes out, 
I can get into my solar plexus and I can hit the back of the room. Maybe being too loud isn't a two. Maybe it's just a skill that I need to channel and be able to use. Or maybe you're an introvert and you've been told your whole life you're too shy. Maybe, because maybe the world needs you to observe and be a thinker and be the one that reflects. So at this time, on here on Christmas Eve when I'm recording this, the world needs your magic. So let's take a journey and connect with all of the magic that you are. What if those great artists didn't do their art? I recently went to that Van Gogh immersion experience and his genius and his vulnerability and his madness are all part of his gift. And it's still a gift to us all, 100 plus years after he died. Magic. So if you are called to explore your magic, if you are called to a deeper shamanic path, you are called to embrace the spirit of the mystery of life, let's dive in. Let's take a moment. So I want to prepare for the journey. I just want to give you some out, kind of an outline of where I'm thinking I'm taking you. And then we'll do the journey. And then I'll pop over to the comments and answer any questions you have. Happy to hear what it is you want to say, what you think your magic, a piece of your magic you need to reclaim. So first, I'm just going to invite you before we actually do the journey to think of the parts of yourselves you may have judged or abandoned. What are those essences, those gifts? Let's not make anything off limits. Let's invite all those too muches and not enoughs to the journey. Key to these items might be statements like, I'm too, I'm not enough. I used to love blank. And I haven't experienced that in a long time, and I miss it. My five-year-old self knew. Or my ancient wise one, the voice of my soul that's been around for eternity, knows. And you don't have to write all those out. This is just creating a container for... The exploration. I invite you to see what wants to be noticed and brought more into the light of your life. So now we're going to do a journey. And before we do that, I just want to take a moment and create sacred space. We've come here to gather around the fire that's been built for this occasion. Um, there are fire tenders holding space for your intentions, for your prayers, for yourself, for your family, and for the world. 
So close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. And connect with Mother Earth. And give thanks right now for your connection to her. Send your roots deeper into Mother Earth. And open your crown chakra as though you're opening a big funnel to the heavens. And ask the energy of that to come down. Flow through the crown of your head. All the stars, the sun, the moon, divine, mother, father, God, however you envision the divine. The ancestors, your, your personal ancestors and the ancestors of any lineage you follow. And we ask them, those ancestors, those wise ones, the angels, to encircle us today, to come around all the fire tenders and our circle. Whether you're listening to this live or you're listening to the recording, you are all part of the circle. A few nice more deep breaths and visualize, imagine, or pretend that you are sitting by that fire that's been created for you. There's this roaring ceremonial fire ready to welcome you. Approach it and get comfortable. Do you like to sit? Do you like to stand? In your mind's eye, come to the fire. And notice that at the fire, there's a pot, pile of offerings, sage, tobacco, herbs, or even just sticks to put into the fire, to feed the fire. And first, I'm going to ask you to blow into the sticks the thoughts you've had about not doing life right. Maybe you worry about not doing a journey right. Or voices that tell you that you aren't special. Or that you shouldn't think highly of yourself. Don't be too big for your britches. I'd like you to blow that energy into a stick and place it in the fire. Ask the spirit of the fire and the energy of the collective that's holding this space for transmutation to shift that energy, to remove the blocks that stand between you and your magic. And take a few minutes to take all the family and cultural and personal voices that say, you're not magical. You're too much. You're not enough. You're weird. And give them to the fire. 
whether blowing them into sticks or blowing them into herbs or sage or tobacco, you're creating your own personal ceremony in your mind's eye. And I'm going to just give you a minute to do that. blessings for the time we live in and your intention to hold your magic, your medicine with integrity. Envision a world of love and compassion and miracles and blow those intentions into a sacred offering for the fire. blow prayers for someone you know who is struggling or for your vision of the world. that needs to go to the fire. And let's leave the fire for now with the intention of heading to the chamber of your magical sacred gifts. We're going to leave the fire and we're going to walk to a stone fortress. 
And we follow this path to the fortress and we are greeted and embraced by nature along the way. And as we come close to this old stone fortress, the doors open to invite you in. And you are led down a hallway to a staircase that is lit with torches that flicker as though to show you the way. And you walk down the stairs, down into the depths, emerging at the bottom of the staircase into an ancient hallway with stone walls. You see a door and you open it and you walk through into this room where many treasures are stored. Look around and see what's here for you in this chamber of forgotten or neglected gifts. They may appear as an image, a whisper of a memory, a sound or a feeling. Be gentle with yourself. There's no specific answer you have to receive here. Just be open to the possibility of knowing something more about your own personal brand of magic. I'm going to make a few statements here that might help you or not. You can ignore them if you're already on your journey. And then I'm going to once again drum lightly just to give you more time to explore on your own. Because I find often we go somewhere and the guide is behind us or ahead of us and we want time to explore on our own. So those statements are, because I already am magic, I notice. I'm finding forgotten gifts here and it's okay for me to play with them. My five-year-old self knew this about my magic. My teenage self wanted to be free to explore My ancient wise one wants me to find here. I invite my guides to show me more of my magic.
want to gather all those gifts, any insights, any little openings, and we want to draw them into our heart and our solar plexus. to reclaim, to bring them back viscerally into our body. Welcoming them home. few nice deep breaths. Really lock those insights, the images, the guidance you've received into your heart, into your being. You may want to come back here and explore more later, but for now, give thanks for whatever your journey was. This idea of going to the fire and giving to the fire all that you want to be transformed and then calling back your gifts can be done in any way that feels good to you. It could be another meditation. I invite you to create your own ceremony of doing it. If you have a tradition, I study Andean shamanism and I love the despacho. So to do a despacho in gratitude for the gifts of your soul, of your being, and setting an intention to light up those gifts and bring them more into your heart, your solar plexus, your insight. And when you're ready, take a few more nice deep breaths and bring yourself back to this time and place, to the room you're sitting in. Thank you. We see we had some technical difficulties. Um, I'm hoping that the channel cleared. Um, I had a power failure last night and it's been raining here and I know there's Every time it rains, my internet, internet is a little um, funky. So I apologize if the um, if the technical part of the transmission was a little challenging. So um, I'm hoping it's okay on replay. Um, that would be really good. Um, I want to thank you. Yes, Erica, I love that. When we are fully lit up, when we are fully ourselves, we are magic. And the world wants to tell us we're not. And the world wants to tell us to be small and to not be weird and to, to take all the things that we are and put them in that box. So I'm inviting you to go on journeys to find what's in the box and to take it out and see what your little self says. My little self said, you know, I want to embrace everything. 
I want to be a geologist and I want to be an actress and I want to be that. And you know what's really interesting? As I've let myself do that, my shamanic tradition is about rocks and stone people. And when we can find the ways that our soul was calling to us through that little self and reclaim them, I firmly believe magical opportunities open up for us and that our life expands and our world right now needs us all to be light and to be fully ourselves. I believe that we were born the way we are because we're needed. So I thank you all and invite you. Hopefully the, when the replay comes up, it'll be clear. And I invite you all to connect with your magical child, connect with your magic and bring that out into the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome to the 10th annual I Am Winter Solstice Symposium and Fire Tenders Gathering. We are excited to offer this container for you to celebrate during these darker days of December from December 20th through January 2nd. We will be having live events every day in the Wind Clan. There will also be a recording available for you if you've given us your email address over at IamSymposium.com. And there's an opportunity to purchase this whole series if you don't think you can be with us live. So again, welcome, and we look forward to being with you throughout.